0: Money. One of the most awkward, uncomfortable conversations if you haven't got any or if you've got to ask for it. One of the coolest things in the world if you've got enough of it uh, and it seems that people want money. Uh, How do we live in a Western world without any money? And if you're in business, how do you stay in business if you're not making any money? And most importantly, does your product or service add value to people's lives so that whatever you're selling, whatever your product is, whatever your service is, whatever you want people to buy from you, they feel like they're getting value for their money. So it's not about the money technically, is it? Because it's just metal stuff, it's just paper stuff, it's just plastic stuff. And most of the time now we don't even see money, do we? It's just a a plastic card and some numbers that uh, exchange from my bank account to yours, or your bank account to somebody else's, or your client's bank account to yours. So how do you make sure that the amount of money that you need to run your business and to be profitable, and isn't it the reason why you want to be in business? So yes, you can choose your own hours, yes, you can work with the people that you want to work with, yes, you can go on holidays at a time that suits you, yes, you make the amount of money that you need to be financially free. So that's probably my very uh, first and most important question. How much is that? If you go into business, should it, could it be a good idea? Should you know how much money you need to make to be profitable? Not to break even, not to pay the bills, not just to struggle. Oh, how do I pay my next bill? But how do I be profitable and financially free so that I can live my life in exactly the way that I want to live? And I ask that question because... Isn't it possible that there are a lot of people who uh, their life is pretty miserable because they're constantly um, they hate their job because they have to wake up to pay their lousy, stinking, rotten bills. They are constantly focused on how do I pay my next bill, and money becomes a driving force in their life. It's uh, not the reason for them to be free. And if you ask me this question, uh, is money important to you, Roy? The answer is no. It's just metal stuff and paper stuff and plastic stuff and numbers that exchange bank accounts. What is important to me, and I'm sure it is to you too, is freedom and choice. When you have the freedom to choose what to buy, where to live, where to go, and nobody is in control of your life. Because is it possible that a lot of people, uh, the price tag of something, how much something costs, determines whether or not they can have it in their life? So would it be nice to be in a position where... You didn't have to look at the price tag. Money wasn't controlling your life. You were in control of your life because you had uh, financial freedom. I was going to say sufficient funds, but I don't like the word sufficient. I like the word extra. I like the word freedom. I like the word choice. Now, I've got my bear with me, of course, because the challenge when you talk about money, it's very uncomfortable and very awkward and teddy bears tend to soften things up. But why is money uncomfortable for us? And this is... Uh, probably more important uh, as a business question than how much do I need to charge and how do I ask for the money and and uh, is my product or service valuable. The question is how do you feel about money? Is it possible that if you have certain opinions, convictions, ideas, uh, internal driving forces about money that you might think that other people have the same? Uh, and I share that because if If you've never had any money, uh, how do you know what it's like to have money? If you've always had money, you've always been wealthy, money's never been a challenge, how do you know what it's like to have no money? And often when you're in business, you're dealing with both of those sets of people and everything in between. So people that are struggling from one paycheck to the next. Some people that have a comfortable life, an average life financially, And then there's other people, I'll ask the question, is it possible that there are other people who money is not a challenge for them? They are financially free and they just want to invest their money, not waste it or spend it. They want to invest their hard-earned money that they have a lot of into something that is valuable to them. So what I'm asking very personally is doesn't matter where you sit on that scale, whether you're broke and have no money and have never had any money whether you're just getting by, whether you're comfortable, or whether you are super wealthy. Is it possible that there are people on all all of those different uh, parts of the scale? That's probably the first question. And then whatever your headspace is about money, if you then market your business, your product, or your service to people that don't have the same headspace that you do, is it possible that we might read them wrong? We could get it wrong. We could treat them... Uh, or we could offend them, we could hurt their feelings. So would it be a really good idea to perhaps have an open mind when it comes to money? So if you've got no money, could we believe that it's possible? Could we stretch our imagination uh, and think, yes, there are people who never have to ever worry about money? And if you're that person who's never had to worry about money, is it possible to perhaps have a look at how or what life might be like if you don't have any money so you're just struggling uh keeping your head above water you're surviving from one paycheck to the next or you might not have a paycheck so that's a a interesting headspace when it comes to money the next thing about money is is it possible that there are some poor people don't have money but they have a rich mindset, so they're constantly thinking about how can I become wealthy, how can I make more money, how can I make my life different. So even though they don't have any money at the moment, they're striving to have money, and they might they might even have a headspace where they want other people to believe that they have money because they might be embarrassed about not having any money. So they might come into your business, into your uh, on, online to your website. They might come in contact with you and they give you the impression that they have a lot of money and they're doing that for for whatever personal reason that is. And it might be that they just want your product or service because it's going to make them feel like a wealthy person. The reverse of that, is it possible that somebody comes into your business, comes to your website, comes in contact with you? And they have uh, complete financial freedom, but they don't look like they have. They might talk poor, they might try to discount, I'll ask you for a discount, they might try to knock the price down, they might be wearing shorts and a t-shirt and be unshaven, uh, and you just think, well, they don't have any money. And I'm asking that very personal question because uh, in business, if we, if we judge people for whatever reason, could it get us into trouble? So the first question is, how do you feel about money? The next question is, could it be a good idea to uh, be aware that people are in all different places when it comes to money? And even uh, there might be people who are broke, who seem to be wealthy, and there might be wealthy people who seem to be broke. And if we can take the judgment out of uh, the way we treat people, so we just treat everybody the same, is it possible that that might make the whole money thing less uh, awkward, less uncomfortable? So if you think that nobody else has got any money, uh, could that be uh, just your perception? And if you think that everybody's got money, could that be just your perception? And do we need to be open to all of those things? Uh, And regardless of how much your product or service costs or how much value it will add to somebody's life, uh, there might be people who think it's a ridiculous amount of money and they're never going to buy that or, or buy that product or invest that kind of money into your product or service. And there might be people that your product or service is the most valuable thing that they can possibly think of. And even if they've got no money, they'll do whatever they possibly can to try and find the money. So I'm going to use my profession as an exercise professional. Uh, And this is the diploma trophy when you become a max uh, diploma graduate from the business diploma. And I'm sharing this with you because often in education, When it comes to how to set up a business, how to set up your price packages, how to ask for the money, the sales system, how to create a successful business, we often don't focus on the headspace of wealth creation, uh, our belief or convictions about money, our perception of value and worth. And that's one of the big parts of the MAX program is the Diploma Program is designed not to tell you what to think about money, but to get you to think for yourself about all the different aspects when it comes to money. So if you are now in business or you're going to be in business or you're excited about going into business, uh, there's a really important question to ask when it comes to the money. Because if you don't make money you can't help anybody because a lot of people say to me, I'm going into business because I want to help people. But if you don't have any money, if you're not profitable, you can't live. We live in a world right now where if you don't have any money, it's very difficult to live. So the question is, how much do you need to earn to be financially free, to be financially secure, to be financially uh, where you feel safe? Now, that's a different amount for everybody. And the reason this is such an important question is when you're putting your price package together, when you decide how much your product or service is worth. Yes, there's the cost of the product or service, and it might just be your time, which is a very valuable uh, commodity. You can't underestimate how valuable your time is, and how valuable your time could be to somebody else if you can help them. Then there's your product or service, which it, uh, sorry, your product which you might be making. Uh, you have to manufacture it, you have to market it, you have to have a place to sell it. So, there's the product itself how much does it cost, uh, how much time do you have to put into it, and what is that product going to be worth? What's that service going to be worth? Uh, But on top of that is how much you need to earn personally, Uh, and that is different for everybody. So, it doesn't matter what business you're going into, if you look at what other people are charging, uh, and that's one of those really unique headspaces that. Uh, I can never understand when people talk to me about their business, they say, well, our competitors are charging this, so we're going to charge that. But your competitors have a different life to you. They live in a different home, they drive a different car, they eat different food, they wear different clothes, they go on different holidays, they send their kids to different schools, they're different. And isn't the purpose of going into business, those beautiful series of uh, being able to say, I choose my own hours... I am my own boss. I earn the amount of money that I want to earn so I can be financially free, financially secure. I work with the people that I want to work with. I have a business that I'm in full control of. I don't have to answer to anybody. So if you are answering to your competition because that's what they're charging, well, what if, what if what they're charging is less than what you need to charge and you end up going broke because you're trying to compete with somebody else? What if you don't need to charge that much because their expenses are more than yours? Unless you can see your competitors' profit and loss, unless you know exactly what kind of lifestyle they're living and how much money they want to earn, uh, it's irrelevant what everybody else is charging. Is it possible that business is all about your product or service adding massive value to your customers' and clients' lives? Because that's the other interesting component. There are people who have a small amount of money that want to invest in a product or service. There are people that have a medium average amount of money. And there are people with an enormous budget. They don't have to worry about money. So if you market to the people that have got no money uh, and you've got a really expensive product, well, that's just craziness. But if you've got a really uh, inexpensive product and you try and sell it to people that have got a stack of money, they might not want to buy it simply because they don't want to buy anything cheap. They, They want good value. They want good quality. They want to feel good about what they're buying. And they certainly aren't interested in buying the cheapest. So there's, again, some personal questions to ask yourself. Are you the person that always looks for a discount? Are you a person who always looks for the cheapest thing? Are you a person who is constantly bargaining or looking for, uh, <laughs> I'm talking from personal experience. I've had lots of people in my life where um, you know, they, they look at all the catalogs from the supermarkets and they run around the, the three or four different supermarkets finding the cheapest prices And I have other people in my life who they would never even look at the receipt after they've been to to the supermarket. They just want to do their shopping, get what they need and go. Uh, And they have no interest in bargaining, discounting. They don't want anything cheap. They have an unlimited budget and they just want to be able to live freely without having to worry about money. Why that could be really important is if you decide this is how much my product or service is worth. So it's how much do you want to earn? What are your expenses? How many hours do you want to invest into your business? And that will then tell you how much to charge. So how much do you need to earn or want to earn? What are your expenses? Join those two numbers together. Divide that by the number of hours, weeks, months that you want to put into your business every year, and that will tell you how much to charge. Now, if you are uncomfortable with charging that amount of money, is it possible that it will be awkward? (laughs) Uh, And I have lots of my Max International graduate students, people who are starting businesses who have come from, I've never had any money. They've worked out that they need to charge $40, $50, $60 for a half hour of their time or an hour of their time or their, their product or service is going to be $100. And I'll just use round numbers. But because they can't afford it at, at the moment, because they've never invested that amount of money into anything, uh, they don't believe they're worth it because they can't. They never have. I'll give you a, a beautiful, or interesting example of a, one of my students who said to me, Roy, I've never earned more than $30 an hour in my life. That's been my the top wage I've ever earned. And now I've worked out that I'm going to be charging around $80 for an exercise session as a personal exercise coach. I don't know how to ask for that money, I don't know, I've never, that that just doesn't, I, I can't imagine ever earning that much money. The reverse of that, if you're really wealthy, and you have constant free cash flow, and you're really used to investing or, or spending money on anything that you want to, you might sit down with somebody, talk to them about how much they need to invest in your product or service, and just flippantly tell them, yes, it's going to be $500, it's not very much, only $500. And you, you uh, hurt that person's feelings, you make them feel uncomfortable, you make them feel uh, less than important because they just can't afford it. So there's two parts to the money. There's how do you feel about money, what are your beliefs and convictions, and is it possible that you could pass those on to somebody else? Uh, and that's not fair because the person that you are sharing your beliefs and convictions with about money, theirs might be different to yours. Now, the interesting thing about working out how much to charge, how much do you want to earn, what are your expenses divided by the amount of, of time you want to invest into your business will tell you how much to charge, that by itself will give you a target market So there will be people who, if it's inexpensive, well, they'll automatically be able to afford it because it's not very much money. Please also be aware, though, that you might offend the people who want to invest large amounts of money into a product or service because they just think it's too cheap. Uh, And you don't want to get into that argument, do you, where you're explaining to somebody why your product is so cheap. (laughs) Uh, The the whole concept of what what do I need to charge Uh, could we make it more respectful? So you now know this is how much I need to earn. These are my expenses. And of course, this is your business plan. So this is how much I want to earn. This is how much my expenses are. These are how many hours I want to invest into my business. So this is how much I'm going to charge. That will give you a target market technically. So there'll be people who can't afford that and they're out of your target market. There'll be people that can afford that and they will be in your target market. There could be people that have much more money than that, and Do you want to provide them with something that they could invest in? So I often ask this question, rather than telling people how much our product or service costs, could it be a really special thing to ask the person, how much had you planned on investing into this product or service? And perhaps if you think about this really carefully, and this is what your personal coaching is all about at Max, is Do you want to have a product or service that people with no money or tiny budgets can afford? People with the average, normal, uh, what around about the amount of money that you need to charge for your product or service, you might have a package or a product for those people. And then you might have a, a package or a product for people that have unlimited funds. And could that be a really good idea? Do you want to knock out the people? And I just use this example. If somebody comes to a health club and you tell them it's $20 a week or it's $30 a week or $7 a week, is it possible that there are some people that if you tell them it's $7 a week, they'll think that that's ridiculously cheap and they don't want to come to your club because they think there must be something wrong with your club because it's too cheap? If you tell them that it's $100 a week, there might be people who say, well, that's ridiculous. I can get a gym membership for $7 a week. Why why would I go to a gym that charges $100 a week? The reverse of that is when somebody comes to you, could we take the money away? Get rid of it. (laughs) Is it or could it be more important that this this beautiful thing that you're offering the world, the reason you've gone into business is because you, you want your product or service To add value to people's lives, whether people have got no money, a tiny budget, an an average budget, or an enormous budget. Would it be nice, Or there's these people who have no budget at all, they just buy whatever they want to. Uh, Rather than focus on your product or service in relationship to the money, yuck. What if we focus on what can my product or service do for a person, a human being? And regardless of that person's budget, let's find a way for our product or service to add massive value to their life. And that's the beautiful thing about the exercise profession, but it it relates to everything. Every other business, it's the same. Uh, There are people who invest five hundred dollars in a car there are people who invest five thousand dollars in a car there are people who invest fifty thousand dollars in a car and there are now people who invest five million dollars in a car it's a very big difference even though a car all cars have got four wheels and a steering wheel but there's different head spaces when it comes to cars but ultimately what do we use a car for we want to get in the car and it's going to take us somewhere uh, and people might buy a car for convenience. they might buy a car for prestige. They might buy a car because it makes their ego feel good. There's all sorts of reasons I get that. But ultimately, a car, whether it's five hundred or five million dollars, is about four wheels and an engine and a steering wheel to get somewhere. So if you look at that from a product or service point of view, and I'll use exercise in getting people healthy, fit and strong, the outcome of, of uh, exercise is I'm going to be fit, I'm going to be strong, I'm going to be mentally tough, I'm going to have a disease-fighting, uh, virus-fighting body, I'm going to feel better about myself, I'm going to have a stack of energy, I'm going to perform at my best. Whether I do an outdoor boot camp or I go to the gym for $7 a week or I have personal coaching at $500 a session, I'm, that's the outcome for most people. But here's two things. Number one, should we find out what people want? And if we can't give it to them, why would we pretend that we can? If we can give it to them, why should we determine how much money they're going to invest in us? How about they tell us what they would like to invest in us? So you know what you need to charge. That's your business plan. How much do you need to earn? How much are your expenses? How many hours do you want to invest? And that will tell you how much to charge. But now's that beautiful question to every person that comes into your business, that contacts your business, that sends an inquiry to your business, that calls your business instead of making it uncomfortable and awkward. And I have to give you a price now or a price presentation. How about we get to know the person, find out exactly what they want, why they want it, where they're going to put it in their life when they want it specifically, how they'll feel if they get it into their life and what value will it add to their life, how will they feel if they don't get it, what if they walk away today and they don't have you or your product or service in their life, are they uh, committed today to get started or, the, or will they be pro- procrastinating for a long time, uh, what exactly do they think is important about your product or service for them, so if they were giving themselves advice about buying your product or service, what advice would they give themselves? What do they specifically want from you? And uh, that's that beautiful series of questions that I think I'll, I'll rephrase. Would it be disrespectful to not ask those questions? Almost irresponsible. If you have a product or service that you think can add value to somebody's life, rather than telling them, this is what we do and this is how much it costs and this is what we can do for you, how about what do you want us to do for you? What do you want this product or service to do for you? And then the next, for me, the next step, respectful question is, how much had you planned on investing to make sure that we can put this product or service into your life? And whatever product or service you've got, if somebody says to you, I've got a tiny budget, I've only got $5 spare every week, how can we provide them with a the product or service at $5 a week. So rather than, than them wasting that $5 or putting it into a piggy bank, they put it into your business so in one way, shape or form you can help them. Uh, if they tell you it's $100 that they want to invest, if you have a product or service that's gonna fit into that budget, then let's make sure we fit it into that budget. But if somebody, if your product or service is $100 and somebody says to you "Oh no, I want to invest $500 or $5,000 Wouldn't you provide them with something? Couldn't you create a beautiful package, customize it, tailor it, personalize it to them to make sure that they get exactly what they want from your product or service? So there's a lot to think about, but what isn't to think about is whether or not somebody can afford it. Usually when we sit down with somebody, and as you know, I don't like to sit down, so if I'm asking somebody about what do you want and why do you want it and why is this important to you and when would you like to put it into your life and how will you feel when you put it into your life, how you feel if you don't put it into your life, what advice are you going to give yourself about putting this great product or service into your life, uh, what do you want me to do to make sure that you get the result that you want from this product or service? I don't want to be thinking, can they afford it, can they afford it, can they afford it? All I want to be thinking about is how can I help this person get the result that they want from this product or service? And very personally, again, from my heart to yours, as an exercise professional and as a health club manager for uh, many decades of my life, I've been in a very unique position where I've never had to say to somebody, this is how much it costs or how much money have you got? I've always uh, given people the option to share with me what they would like to do. But ultimately, when you care about the person that you have in front of you, when you believe in your product or service, and when you take all judgment away, so it's not, I don't think they can afford it, so I'm not even going to try and talk to them about it. Have you ever been into a shop where you've been treated like that, where you you felt like this person doesn't think I can afford to buy this, so uh, they're not going to try and sell it to me? Yuck, it makes you feel awful. Or the reverse, where you've gone into a, into a shop and people have treated you well. What is, what's she doing in here? She doesn't belong in here. And I've had that experience many times. Uh, how about we just take judgment away? Everybody's a unique, different, beautiful person who deserves our respect, who deserves our attention. And isn't that why we go into business? Because we want to give people our product or service in the most special way possible. So who is this person? What do they want? Why do they want it? Where do they want to put it? When do they want to have it in their life? How will they feel if they get it into their life? How will they feel if they don't get it in their life? Are they on track or off track? Will they be procrastinating, putting it in their life? Or or do they want it right now? Uh, What advice are they going to give themselves? And then what do they want from you? And I will share with you very... uh, This is really special. Uh, So many times in my life, I've gone got to that point where i've said what do you want me to do and the answer has simply been how can i get started what do i have to sign how can i pay i don't care how much it costs i just want somebody in my life who cares about me who gives a damn about me who actually wants me to achieve my goals now, that's easy for me because I'm an exercise professional and I love my product. I believe that my product and service is the, it can add massive value to people's lives. I want to create a product or service for this individual person. So it's never been about this is how you have to exercise and this is how you have to eat. It's always been how do you want to exercise and how do you want to eat so that we can customize and tailor a plan to suit you. And the money's never been the challenge. Even people that have had tiny budgets, they might have they'll share that with me. Roy, I really want to come and be a member at your gym or I really want to do personal exercise coaching with you. I just don't have any money. And I always say that's okay, we're going to work out a way for you to do this. If somebody doesn't have any money, they could come once a month to see you instead of once a week or twice a week. If somebody doesn't have any money, maybe they could pay it off. Maybe they could put a deposit down now and then save up for it for a year. And you're just going to keep in contact with them for a year. There's always a way. If you love your product and you know that it can add value to somebody's life, let's not put our values and beliefs and convictions about money onto somebody else. So let's not believe that somebody can't afford it. And let's not believe that they can. Let's just listen to them. And and you know that beautiful thing, which is called ask questions and listen. Lean forward, maintain eye contact, open body language, and actively listen to everything that the person's got to share with you, because they'll probably tell you, I've only got a tiny budget, or this is how much I wanted to invest, or I've got an an enormous budget. You don't ever want somebody to say to you when you do a price presentation, oh, well, that's cheap. (laughs) Uh, Wouldn't it be respectful and kind and nice of you as the person who loves your product or service to say how much had you planned on investing to make sure that you achieve your goal of having this product or service in your life by this day, date and time. And you might be very surprised, or I could share with you, please don't be surprised, that money isn't the challenge. Even if people have no money, they will find it. And again, I'll share with you how many times somebody said to me, Roy, I'd love to come to your gym or I'd love to be doing personal exercise coaching with you. I just haven't got any money. And within two or three weeks, they've found a way. More importantly, I've helped them to find a way because I've had something that, I, that they can do. Uh, and obviously now with online business, as an exercise professional, that's easy. Leverage your time so that you can give somebody a product or service that you might invest an hour of your time every week and create a great exercise session, some motivational chats and a nice recipe perhaps. And, and you it takes you an hour to produce it. And you could sell that to 10,000 people Because it adds value to their life. It's not about selling them a product. It's about putting something into their life that will add value and then they want to give you the money. Uh, And it's interesting because when when I go shopping, for example, when I talk to people who are in business, particularly in retail, and often at the top end, so I've been to places like Monte Carlo. Uh, I've been to uh, Rodeo Drive, uh, Fifth Avenue, New York, and I'm I'm real interested in those shops. I want to find out why is it that people invest five, ten, a hundred thousand dollars on a watch or a bag or a pair of shoes? Like, what's the driving force? And there's lots of reasons why people buy that stuff. But what's interesting is a lot of those uh, top end businesses have shared with me that they never judge who comes into their store because they never know how much money that person has got at the moment. So a lot of really wealthy people come in dressed really... one. Um a gorgeous man at Versace on Fifth Avenue, New York, said to me, uh, we never judge anybody because sometimes people come in here looking like homeless people and then they pay cash with hundreds of thousands of dollars. <laughs> we just don't judge here. Uh, the reverse of that is uh, somebody might come into the store and they dress beautifully but they haven't got any money, but they want to get the money. So there's a lot of young girls, for example, who their number one goal is to have a Louis Vuitton handbag or to have a Chanel handbag or a Dior handbag or shoes. Or So they might buy a lipstick or, or a, uh, a pair of sunglasses and they save up and save up and save up. But the top in stores will share with me that uh, that customer, that client, the one that's saving up desperately to be able to buy a lipstick might be the person in 20, 30, 40, 50 years' time that buys a $100,000 handbag or buys a full wardrobe of clothes for a million dollars. You never know, A, what that customer or client's going to do today, and you never know what their future purchases are going to be. So what if instead of that person's got no money, so they're not going to buy my product, or that person's got too much money, so uh, I can just take advantage of them. How about we treat everybody with respect, with kindness, with graciousness. Learn about every person that comes into our life, into our business, comes to our website, comes in contact with us on social media and find out what they want. If we can't give it to them, find somebody who can. Create a relationship with them, a long-term relationship because we never know what they're going to save up for. And I, <laughs> one of those beautiful examples uh, of... A, of I've worked in some health clubs or been involved with some health clubs where uh, the membership was very high and the personal coaching, the, the amount you would consider to be high. So when I share with you that there are people who can invest $500 in a personal exercise session, a lot of people go, oh, nobody's going to do that. Well, see, there's the challenge because if somebody wants to invest $500 in a personal exercise session, they don't want a $20 session. They want to invest in a professional person who charges professional prices. Uh, but whatever it is that you do, the person who comes in who might not have any money today, they might inherit money tomorrow, they might win lotto tomorrow, they might be growing a business that's very successful in a year's time. They might come in, like I've had many examples in the past where people have just come in and thrown money at me or given me their Black American Express card. The first time they came in, they didn't have any money, but now their business is successful or they've inherited some money or they've won a lotto and now they've got the money and the first place they want to invest is with the person who treated them respectfully and kindly was genuinely interested in them regardless of how much money they did or didn't have there's a great question how do you treat people who can't do anything for you it's easy to try and impress people with your impressiveness uh, if you think they've got the money to buy your product or service but what about the people who you think haven't They might be the people who have, they're just testing to see whether you're going to treat them nicely. Uh, And or they might be the person who in 20 years time or 50 years time does have the money to invest in your product or service, but they don't invest it in you because they were treated badly at some stage. So how do we treat the people who can't do anything for us today? Better question, how do we treat everybody? Should we treat everybody as important, whether they've got no money or whether they're multi-millionaires? Should we treat everybody with respect and kindness, regardless of whether they buy our product or service or not? Have you ever had that experience where you've gone into a store, the person thinks you're going to buy something, then you don't, and then they just treat you really badly? Okay, man, and I often giggle about that. Uh, we have a philosophy where when we go shopping, is we always look around, so if we if we travel overseas, uh, and we're, we're going to be somewhere for a week, for example, we will go shopping every day for that whole week because I, lo- I love beautiful things. Uh, but we don't buy anything on the first day, second day, third day, up until the seventh day because we want to have a look around and make our decision. And interestingly, those, some of those decisions have been made by the people in the store because they thought we were going to buy something, when we didn't buy it on the day, they treated us badly, and then we didn't go back. Now, that's just a personal story I want to share with you because I'm not the only person who shops like that. So if we look at our business, of, this is my product. I love it. I'm passionate about it. I know that it can add value to people's lives. This is how much I need, to, I need people to invest in it so that I'm profitable and I get to choose my own hours and I get to be financially free. And then after that, let's either create a product or service that people with tiny budgets right through to enormous budgets can be a part of your business, and or they might not be able to afford your product or service today, but in five years' time, five months' time, 50 years' time, they might be able to. And wouldn't it be nice if they came back to you and said, I've come to invest my money in you today because you treated me beautifully. 25 years ago, when I came into your store where every other store was rude to me and disrespectful to me, you were really nice to me, so I've come back and I want to invest my money with you. So how about do your business because you love it and then treat all people respectfully, regardless of about, regardless of how you think about money, and is it possible then that your business will be successful? Woohoo!